Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. This is a big ass kid. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sekanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Pleased to, uh, pleased to have you along. Thursday. Windy Thursday. Uh, Dan Lenning, the uh, head coach of Oregon, prompt as usual, mm-hmm. joining us here. Uh, Pre-Utah, another big one this weekend at Autzen. Uh Coach, how are we feeling? How's the week going? Doing good. It's been a good week of prep. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. You have Thanksgiving plans? Do you know what you're doing yet? Well, I'll plan on eating. I don't know uh, <laughs> where. We'll have a <laughs> dinner. We'll have some sort of meal it's, uh, up in our facility for our players and uh I don't. I hope my wife's not listening. She's probably not. She's not crazy in the kitchen. You know, sometimes oh. she goes and gets uh, mm. one of those like honey baked ham. Yeah, deals. those yeah. are pretty good. Those are so good. We'll see. I'm, I'm anxious to see what she uh, decides to pull off. She can make a couple really good Cambodian dishes. <laughs> my wife's Cambodian, so mm. and her mom can cook. So I'm hopeful that some Asian cuisine makes it to the Thanksgiving table. What are your memories of uh, Thanksgiving growing up? So. The parade, um, for sure, and eating, you know, my grandma made this, like, pumpkin custard that I remember always getting to eat before the, you know, before the turkey was done. I'm a dark meat guy. You know, I like uh, like the turkey, but then, you know, you remember watching the football games. You remember watching the Cowboys and watching the Lions, right? Um, always. Yeah, except, you know, the Lions. Can we do something about that? Can we get some sort of, like, can we get Congress involved? I mean... I love the fight in Dan Campbell's, but enough's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I honestly couldn't even tell you. I haven't watched this game in a while. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get to catch a Thursday night game. That's kind of the game, but I don't get to watch a lot of Sundays. So I'm guessing you're saying they're not doing so hot this year. Is that what you're saying? Well, they, they haven't had a real hot, like, three decades, Coach. Yeah, like, they, they you know, perennially uh, suck. You know, it's just kind of one of those. Rut. Give them some time. Yeah, give them some time. <laughs> give them some time. <laughs> Are you a Chiefs fan? Or were you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For, no, and always will be, for mm. sure. Yeah, big Derek Thomas fan growing mm-hmm. up. Neil Smith. I remember uh, I remember my very first Chiefs game. It was, you know, Brett Favre was quarterback for the Packers, and Joe Mon, I believe it was uh, Joe. I don't know if Joe's still there or not, but I remember going to see Neil Smith, Derek Thomas. Um, got to sit on the 50. It was fun, man, a lot of fun. Those always are, been a big Chiefs fan. Those were some good defenses that rolled through there. I mean, and, and underrated yeah. teams. Like when when you got into coaching, I mean, some people like the you know the NFL is the end all to be all. Other people desire to be a college coach. Like is, is that? I mean, I'm 
putting you on the spot or anything, but when you got into coaching, was, was the idea to be a college coach? Was there an idea of the NFL? Like, how did that whole thing even begin for you? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to coach, and, and early on in my career it was about, hey, I want to coach at the highest level. I want to coach the best of the best. And I feel like I've kind of found my niche here in college. You know, it's a game that I enjoy. This is a group of kids that I really connect with. Um, you know, I, I I enjoy all parts of football, but I enjoy the college game. I mean, if you watch an NFL game and you watch the college game, it's it's almost two completely different games. Yeah. Um, you know, in the way they're played, the way your roster is managed. You can have so many more players involved, you know, in a college game. We have 130 players on our team. You know, NFL roster, you can have, what, a 52, 53-man roster. So it's just a lot different. It's a lot different game. Uh, there's still, you know, in college ball, even though as much has changed over the last few years, you know, there's, it's, people still play for the love of the game too, right? And uh, that's something I certainly enjoy. Do you like the grind of recruiting? Because to me, as an outsider, even played college, that just seems – that seems soul draining to me. It's, do you, do you get enjoyment out of that? Depends on the day, right? Yeah. It depends on the day. You know what I mean. I like competing, right? I like competing. You know, I like the competition of it. Um, but I, what you know, what you enjoy of recruiting are the real relationships, right? Mm. You enjoy like when you're when you get off the phone with a kid and you're like, okay, I really like this kid. Like, yeah. it's fun. That part you enjoy. Um, is there times that it can be exhausting? Absolutely, right? There's. I always compare recruiting to shaving. You know, and there's days that I don't feel like shaving, but if you don't do it, people notice. And recruiting is the same way. You got you got to do it every day. Um, you know, it's just it's what's required. But I enjoy the competition of recruiting. I enjoy the genuine relationships and the people you get to meet. That's something else that makes college kind of fun. Um, you know, in in the NFL, I, I assume I've never been there, but you know, you, you coach in a game, and there's probably some monotony with the length of the season and um, always exactly you know same background, same setting. But in college you kind of have these different seasons. You have the season of coaching football, and then you have the season of going on the road, exploring different places, meeting people. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of fun and, and enjoyable at times. Uh, this is Oregon coach Dan Lanning with us here every Thursday. Um, so the one the one area of the UW game, I wonder if you can take us inside, is it, it's really hard to get a grasp on the timing of how everything went down, but you have a big fourth and one tie game. Bo Nix comes mm-hmm. up to you on the sideline. You know, take us inside the headset and what you're thinking, and how much time you had for all of that to to unfold. Because I know you said you've regretted a few decisions in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I certainly don't regret going in forward on fourth down. I feel like that was the right call in the situation of the game. I don't, I don't love uh, the look they gave us, and I think it would be giving us an opportunity to maybe see something else. Uh, I don't know exactly where it was in the play clock when Bo walked up to me, but he said, "Coach, I think I'm feeling okay." I said, all right, like, give me give me the chief. You'll you'll be uh, ready to roll next play. Um, but there wasn't a next play. Obviously, that series, there was, a, there was a play later on. So he was ready to go back in. My initial thought wasn't call a timeout and put Bo in. Um, you know, we already had the play call in at that point. We'd already, you know, it was, it was already, you know, rolling. But um, I had to obviously get confirmation from our medical staff. I'll always think about our player safety first. And at that point, that was honestly a big surprise. I had no idea where Bo was at. He'd been in the tent the entire time, um, you know, had a shoe off. They were evaluating where he was at. Um, and obviously um, he was able to come back in the game, which was, was big and gave us a chance to, to go compete and potentially be down there for a field goal at the end or, or make a throw to the end zone. So um, he's a competitor. He wanted to be in the game. Um, I think obviously it's easy to play Sunday or Monday morning quarterback and say, hey, we could have gone back and done that, that situation differently. We called a play. It didn't work. 
Um, they called a play and it did. And uh, I've, I learned from it. You know, I learned a lot of things in that game. Um, that's certainly one of those moments. What'd you learn? Well, uh, don't onside kick it um, if the look's <laughs> not there, right? I, I mean, I learned like I don't think you guys realize like the kind of notes that I take after a game for things that I, you know, for me in two minute scenarios, I want to stand a little bit closer to the official so I can make sure. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the game from a different view during the game, but when we get down to the tight areas, I need to be closer to the official so I can call a timeout and save one second rather than two, right? Small thing, right? How we stretch in pregame, like we write that up after every game and we evaluate it and hopefully don't make the same mistake twice. You know, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, fourth down, we've been really efficient on fourth down all year. They had a, a advantageous look for them. Um, we've been under center at times this year. I always like being under center in that situation. We didn't feel like it fit with the changes. I don't know. If, you know, people realized we had a new center at the time, a new quarterback, mm-hmm. new offensive guard. So there's a lot of pieces that change and you have to think about your personnel. You have to think about the situation as you make all those decisions. And it's a lot easier to do that going back on a Sunday and rewriting it up and saying, hey, if you do this over again, we could do this like that. And uh, I'm kind of ashamed to say that. I want to learn from those moments, right? And uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in that game. Um, And, you know, that's what makes this game so fun is you get an opportunity to grow. Uh, and hopefully learn from your mistakes so you don't make the same ones twice. Yeah, it just seemed like all that happened so fast. So if a kid comes up to you on the sideline who had been out of the game with an injury, you can't just throw him back in, right? You you have to check with doctors first? I mean, that's kind of my philosophy. Yeah. I don't know if there's a uh, okay. hard, fast rule. I, I, how would I want somebody to treat my son? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd like him to make sure, you know, that he's okay to go back in the game. So um, it's not one of those situations where I think um, – you know, at that time, timeouts are so critical. There's a lot of those things that you got to think about. You know, we might need those timeouts at a two-minute drive at the end of the, at the end of the half. So there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, right? Um, but yeah, for me, I've always felt like I wanted to get confirmation from the medical staff to make sure I was able to put somebody in the game. Yeah, there's a reason why they take away people's helmets at times because it's the it's known for players to come up and be like, "Hey, I'm fine," when in reality they're not fine. Football's changed a lot, right? I mean, yeah. and, and for the good, for player for, for player safety, that's a benefit. But, I mean, I remember being in college and getting that concussion and then going to the sideline and counting, like, okay, 1, 17, 56, 32, and just, like, I'm going to memorize my numbers so I can get back in the game, right? Yeah. I just wanted to play. I didn't care, you know? And now they actually have a procedure in place. If a guy gets knocked in, you know, like, you, you don't get to go over there and memorize numbers and come back in the game. There's, there's a procedure for a reason. And, uh... I trust our medical staff. You know, like I said, I'm a father of three boys, and when they tell me a guy's ready to go, then all right, let's go. And obviously we got some ultimate competitors on our team that want to be in there and be involved uh, in the game. But, yeah, there is a procedure, and, you know, the timing of the game, it's not always advantageous. Looking ahead to uh, to Utah here, I know that, you know, the college ball playoff may be gone, but obviously Pac-12 title, you know, it's still right there in the Rose Bowls. So looking ahead to Utah, uh, a very tough one. What what do you compare Utah to? What what are they most similar to that you've seen so far this year? I don't think we've seen a team quite like Utah. I compare Utah to Utah. You know, they're, uh, they, they play with a, a brand of physicality. They're a really physical team. They're probably getting as many big sets as any team we've played this year, 12, 13 personnel. Uh, they'll run the ball. Their quarterback's different than anybody we've gone against. You know, he's um, a tough kid. You know, he's obviously been dinged at times this year, but plays with energy and enthusiasm. He's able to rally the troops behind him. Um, and then on defense, they're really aggressive. Uh, definitely the, the a team that we've played that pressures more than any other team. 
Does what happened? I, I know it's a it's a different team, but what they did to, to Oregon last year, you know, twice. Does that does that ring in anyone's ears? Is that a bad taste in some guy's mouth? Yeah, I'm I'm certain all of our players remember that well. Um, but that was last year, right? That was a different team. But it doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you, you can certainly use it as motivation. Um, but this is also a different team. So you got to go out and play the game. And we have a lot of respect for their program. They've had a lot of success there for a long time for a reason. Um, but this is a new season and a new opportunity. Now, how is Bo doing? Phenomenal. No, <laughs> Bo's doing good. I mean, he's uh, he's been out there able to get work this week. Um, you know, been pleased with his progress and, and been pleased with the guys that uh, are operating there as well. Like I said, you, you never know. I, I didn't know exactly what it looked like in the game. And then to be able to come back in and play eight, eight plays, you know, late in the game there after going down early on, um, being able to, you know, make some big-time completions and um, get the ball down there at the end where we thought we had a ball in bounds where we were going to be in position to kick a field goal, you know, that – Obviously, he was able to come in and, and give us um, some good snaps there. So, been pleased with his progress, and uh, we'll see where we're at on Saturday when we got there in the field. Looking back, it's a, I'm guessing game time decision on that one. Yeah, well, you guys think I should just tell y'all now? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're we have you... we have bets to place, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and foresight and walk. Could you just like walk us through the entire? And yeah. then and then I need to know about some Cambodian uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> dishes because my better half is Japanese, so we get a very Japanese. Really? Yeah, which I love. I love the Asian-inspired holidays. Oh, my god! It opens up yeah, a whole new fan. table. Big fan. I'll tell you a story about the very first time I went, because this is not at all what you guys want, but I don't really want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Let's go. The very first time I've met my wife, I'm sitting, um, not met my wife, met my wife's parents. I'm sitting in this, like, industrial kitchen in her parents' house, and uh, her dad's sitting there, and he's right in front of me. He's an awesome guy, but they cook, like, this jalapeno beef and I'm sweating and I'm nervous because I'm around my wife for the first time. And he's asking me all these hard questions and they have this fish like sitting on the countertop and he just goes up and he grabs the fish eyeball and eats it right in front of me. And I'm like, Whoa, you know, intense, intense situation. But it's when I gained a real appreciation for Asian cuisine and different cultures. And it's just been, you know, a lot of fun for me, but they, they, a little bit of spice in the food is always fun, right? It's exciting, and uh, they her mom is a phenomenal cook. So uh, Sophia's gotten better, and I'm a big fan <laughs> of when she does attempt it. When she attempts it, I'm I'm always a I always enjoy it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So the fish eyeball is good luck in Asian countries, and let me I'm with yeah. you. It is terrifying. I've it's, it's been here for a loop, man. For a second, I wasn't ready for it. No, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm better now. I still haven't done it myself. At some point, maybe I'll give it a shot. You know, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, me neither. I, I can't do it. And uh, are we uh, are we good with the chopsticks? Because I I still I get made fun of on a daily basis for my my. I, there's just something about it. Like I don't the the, dis, the dexterity in my hands. I just I cannot work the chopsticks. So I certainly don't mind using them. I enjoy using them from time to time. It's more of like the challenge piece, yeah. you know, like the can you catch a fly with them. I enjoy that. But if I'm really hungry, I'm picking up a fork. Right? Let's be honest, it's just not as efficient, <laughs> right? But um, yeah. but I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy the challenge of it. I think I feel like you're burning more calories when you chopstick to eat. <laughs> I love the competitive nature of Coach. That even when it comes to food, we we have to compete at something. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm going to take that as Bo Nix will play. No. Um, how do we feel about Alex and Ryan's availability? 
Yeah, I trust our medical staff. They've done a great job. Obviously, for us, it's always going to be about player safety. We've got a bunch of guys on our team that want to go out there and be able to compete and be able to play. And uh, if they're healthy and uh, they're able to, we'll certainly be able to have those guys out in the field. Um, if not, the next guy's going right. to be up and ready to go. Now, can you ask uh, Forsythe something for me? Because we, we worked with his mom and dad for years and years, and uh, they gave me a couple of his workout shirts as one former center to uh, to one that's much better than I am. And I got to tell you, Coach, the attention to detail, the, he cut the sleeves off in the most jagged way possible. Like, I, it, it was... It was not attention to detail. It was pretty pretty raggedy, and, uh, and quite frankly, I judged. Well, I think Alex, you know, puts priority on the things that matter, and I think he's pretty good at assessing what doesn't matter. <laughs> when it comes to a cutoff T-shirt, he probably doesn't think it matters that much. You know, mm. when it comes to identifying who the mic is and who we're going to team call and do, um, you know, work a back block to, he's pretty damn good at that. Yeah, he's a hell of a That's center. That's a good answer. Yes, one, All right. arguably the best in the country. Uh, well, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, so, I guess this means we're not on next Thursday. Is that what you're saying? Because we're kind of skipping ahead to the holiday. I don't really know my schedule next week. I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, so we're we not won't talk next Thursday. You guys don't want to talk on Thanksgiving. I mean, we can talk the day before. You can call us. But <laughs> no, no one I'm will good. be here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Sure. All right. No radio. The radio doesn't work on Thanksgiving. No, okay. we're uh, no. It's 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 all about fish eyeballs and uh, turkey on that day, Coach. <laughs> Lots of wine. Awesome. Y'all y'all have a good one. I you too. You. All right, thanks, Dan. That's uh, Coach Dan Lanning every uh, Thursday at uh, 4 o'clock here on The Fan. Fun stuff. Okay, uh, Cambodian. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know either, but I'm telling you, the the fish eyeball is a thing, and the first time it happens to you, boy, it... You're I can't not believe he hasn't done it yet. You're not. Well, I I won't do it. Like Why I not? just because it's I just I cannot. Have you, you just can't? Have you stared? How big are they? The fish eyeball? Yeah. I know it's like the size of like a marble. Like a marble? Yeah. I think I could do it. No, man. I I just I I can't. Like you get exposed when you're with a when you, when you're with a, a an Asian gal, you get exposed to a lot of different things. And I'll try most things, but when you just pluck out the eyeball and you're like, "Hey, it's good luck," you know what? No, no, we're we're good here. We're I, I don't need that much luck. I'll just go ahead and stay cursed. Mm. All right. Well, we didn't get much info there, and you knew you weren't going to. So. Yeah, I did like that he told you directly. I don't want to talk about what you want to talk about. So here's what I want to talk about. Right, yeah. and then he told the fish eyeball story, <laughs> which I loved. Yeah, man crush increasing. Yeah, I like that guy. He's fantastic. I like him. All right, uh, another letdown segment uh, because we've got uh, we're moving from landing to in the news. But up next, uh, maybe we look at Titans Packers. How do you feel about that? Yeah. You know how I feel about it. The, the Packers. I, they burned me again. I bet against them. Well, I, they're playing better now. Are they? Are they? Well, really? yeah, they beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. My Cowboys. Mm. I the, think you got a pretty good game tonight. Screw the Packers. It's better than freaking like. It is better than some. Well, what do we have last week? Who do we have on Thursday? We've most of the Thursday ones have been duds. Did we have it? Was it Atlanta, Carolina? Yeah, last it, yeah, it was Carolina. I mean, come on, man. That was easy money, though. <laughs> Give me Packers tights, yeah. tighties. Uh, we'll get to that next. Okay, four twenty on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we get Titans-Packers tonight on Thursday Night Football, which I find... Any compelling? <laughs> You're like, no, it's better than some of the other Thursday night games they've given us. Look, I was thinking about the Titans during the break. Okay. Because I'm a sports guy and I think mm-hmm. about sports. They're the best bad football team? See, I don't think they are a bad football team, but I do see where you're going with that. I They're hard to watch because their offense is just, you know, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's not it's, like it's the not Chiefs, <laughs> you know? No. Um, at the same time, I find them compelling. You know, like, Derrick Henry is on pace to have the highest percentage of his team's points and or yards in NFL history. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, there's a long way to go, but yeah, he's responsible for like I want to say it's like forty or forty-one percent of every hey, yard that his team has got. Ride that pony. So well, who's the who would it break? Whose record yeah. would it break? Do you know that I didn't see. It was just kind of one of those things I saw on Twitter. As That'd I was be a fascinating through. list to look at. That would be. But they don't. They they literally for a six and three team. They don't do a lot of things great. They just don't. They they play a very old school approach. I think Mike Vrabel had the quote that said, uh, "When you stop the run on first and second down, you earn the right to rush the quarterback on third down." Like it's just he well, has this old school mentality of we're going to run the ball, we're going to play solid defense, and we'll win ugly. Well, he doesn't have a great quarterback. No, he does not. So, and he's got Derrick Henry. So I'd ride Derrick Henry too. Yeah. Um, I just think that as teams go in the NFL, obviously some way more interesting than others. Tennessee is a team that, to me, is actually compelling. There are a lot of teams that you put on my TV, and I just can't watch them. Like even if they're good, like the Giants this year, yeah. I not interesting to me. Hmm. Um, New England, you know who's gone from being one of the most interesting teams in the league to being an absolute awful watch? There, I, I freaking I, Patriots. I man. will give you that. So yes. it's it, something about the Titans, even though yes, offensively they're you know anemic. They should, <laughs> Well, I don't think they're anemic. I mean, oh, they're anemic. What's let's look at their numbers. Well, let's go. Some numbers. Let's go pull it up here. Hold on, let me click on them because I mean, they they're are, a good team. They're six and three. Mike Vrabel is a good coach. They're well coached. They went into Kansas City and punched them in the mouth. Uh, now lost, but punched them in the yeah, mouth they, a couple they, weeks they ago. They scored seventeen big points. Well, I know, but it was a great game. Did you watch that game? I did watch that game. That was a great game, and they were. I thought that was. I don't know. It was just kind of cool to see him go in there and drag Kansas City down into the mud because we all knew they were outmanned. They have they have not scored more than twenty four points all year. 
So I'm looking at their offense. Here. <laughs> they have they have scored uh, 27, 24, 24, 21, 19, 17, 17, 17. Their I'm offense sorry, is ranked. That's anemic. 26. I stand. which is right in between Green Bay. <laughs> And Tampa Bay. I rest my case. That is an that's anemic. Pretty compelling that's evidence. An anemic offense. Now let's go look at this here. Rushing, Tennessee is ninth. Yes, they run the ball yeah. well. So and, there you go. And then it's it's exactly the opposite. Um, I don't know. I find on, them on the, on the defensive side of the look. Ball. I find them interesting. I th- I think that's an interesting team. I think they're a good team. You should never, you know. I know they're an underdog again tonight. But I just think they're always tough. And I kind of like the way they play. Maybe that's what it is. They're just tough. Yeah. And Vrabel's tough. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know who wins tonight, but um, Green Bay's getting it together a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean. After last week. It, you don't it, seem interested in this game, like, at all. No, I'm just saying. I, I To say that Green Bay, to me, is getting it together, I, I again, I, I can't necessarily say that um that was a hell of a win though it was a hell of a win against a, a pretty good cowboy team and they they managed to come back and um and actually do something in the second half but again after losing six in a row and then you were down double digits in the fourth quarter to the dallas cowboys and you pull one out of your arse some of that to me is as much on dallas as it is anything else so to say that green bay is coming around i i can't now these next couple weeks you've got you beat dallas and then you got tennessee and you got philadelphia and you got chicago so you know, you pull this one off against Tennessee, and then you leave yourself that big matchup at Philadelphia. Okay, going into Philly, you beat Tennessee tonight, and I'll give you that maybe they've got it turned around. But I think there's real issues there in Green Bay, and I'm not believing that they got running the ball a little bit last week against Dallas, and that was the big deal. Like you can sit there and say that that Aaron Rodgers and 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 the receivers made some plays, but that really came down to their ability to run the ball. In fact, I think they may have run the ball. Uh, yeah, so they carried it 39 times against Dallas, and Aaron Rodgers threw it 20. So if, if this is going to be the new style of Green Bay coming around, I don't think they're going to be able to do this. They haven't been able to consistently run the ball all year. So I need to see it more than one week for me to think that this is some sort of uh, of trend. Now, Tennessee, I'm with you in that I think Tennessee is a good team, but when I say that they're the best bad team, they're very limited. They're very limited in what they do. They need to win a very specific way. They're like the Denver Broncos, but with with no dysfunction, right? Like, they don't have a passing game to speak of. Like, they got rid of A.J. Brown, and they thought that that wasn't going to have a huge impact. Robert Woods has come in, but he hasn't been able to, to do much for them. And the receiver, the, the kid they drafted at Arkansas, has been a total non-factor. So if you're Tennessee right now, you just have to find ways to... You have to find ways to muddle up the game, keep it low scoring, and maybe that does kind of play into what Green Bay wants to do is just kind of run the ball and, and slug it out. Well, Green Bay's favored, interestingly enough. I know, isn't that weird? Very NFL. A team, a team that's six and three and one that's four and six. Tennessee that, down four starters on defense. Are yes. they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I just think there's always a lot of respect for Green Bay in the betting, you know, if we're talking about the point spread in the betting market yeah people are always betting on Aaron Rodgers but and and we'll see because not only are they down the four starters but this is I'll have to look at I think it's the number one rush defense in the NFL in Tennessee but it's like the 31st pass defense it's also a Thursday night road game yeah and that's just that's always tough on the road team short week in Lambeau and yeah and they said it's 30 it's below 30 degree right now it's 31 so it's going to be in the 20s yeah later and maybe a little snow Mm, okay. Yeah, Tennessee, number two rush defense in the league, number 31st pass defense. Against the pass. Against the pass. Uh-oh. So if 
you know, it, it, this will be an, an, uh, a contrast in styles. If Green Bay really wants to become this run-first team because they don't really excel throwing the ball, this really this isn't the week. And if you are going to get going throwing the ball, it should be this week against a team that doesn't defend the pass very well and is out for starters. This needs hey. to be a go-time uh, moment for the Green Bay offense and, and Aaron Rodgers. You know who uh, who's going to have a big game tonight? What do you got? Devontae Adams. Oh, wait. <laughs> Well, I mean, nice it, trade. That thing turned out to be a disaster. Nice trade. But you can say the same thing about Philadelphia with uh, getting rid of AJ Brown. How's that working out for Tennessee and and what AJ Brown's doing in Philadelphia and what your That's your true. your passing game has going right now in uh, in Tennessee? Because right. I would assume that Tennessee is is uh, kind of regretting that as well. I have perp update. Ooh, manhunt update. Yep, Rainier perp. We'll get to that next on In the News. Here's Buck. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, that's right. Biatch. That was aggressive. That's your newsman from, coming at from you. From Missy Elliott to, yeah, bitch. Uh, no, excuse me. Biatch. Biatch. Remember that? When the kids used to say that? Yeah, I remember that. Cool. I just dropped it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Good for you. It is uh, November 17, 2022. It is time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Carbon neutral. Still handsome. Allegedly, you and your gas-guzzling SUV. It is National Take a Hike Day. No, I won't. You know the saying, take a hike? I do, but I'm assuming that that's, you know, we're actually mean go on a hike. And uh, I think hiking in these windy conditions is uh, ill-advised. You get a tree branch fall on you. That and hiking is, uh, it's very overrated. I don't mind a hike every now and then. As long as there's something cool that I'm going to see. But the idea of just going out and randomly walking with, like, a bunch of other people. It's one thing if you're out in the middle of nowhere and it's very serene. But most of the time you go hiking, you park in a, in a parking lot with about a thousand other cars. And then you walk on a small trail by a bunch of strangers. I, no, I'm good. That's not that's not fun. Do you ever wonder where that came? Like, hey, take a hike with your opinions. You yeah, know, like I, where did that come from? I don't know, just the idea of maybe like take them and, and like take them out to like some corner of the woods where no one can no one can Why hear Why not you. like hey go for a run? Yeah. Take a swim? Yeah. Take a dive. Oh, there you go. Take a dive. That'd be the you know, try to put Why that take one. Take a hike. I don't know. I'm gonna do some homework on that. <laughs> take off, eh? There's <laughs> also National Unfriend Day. Oh. So unfriend that that's probably a Facebook thing. 
social media thing. Yeah. Unfriending. <laughs> you ever do that? You no. Unfriend. Because I'm not a passive aggressive douche. Well, I, do. I don't think that's passive aggressive. I think that's just aggressive. No. Passive aggressive is the mute. Oh, I kind of find I, I feel like passive aggressive is like, well, I'm not going to tell you that I'm unhappy with you, but I will unfriend you. Uh, so, mm. see, I always think it's like the mute. It's like um, there are a couple local medias that I have muted. Yeah, but I don't want to give them the satisfaction of unfollowing <laughs> them. You know, so I just just know you out there. I, I see none of your material. You're not in. You're not in the. Uh... And I want to unfriend you, but I won't give you that <laughs> satisfaction. I love how, by the way, we, we think that that has any sort of effect on anybody. Yes, like anyone would even know. Exactly. What is, what is the old like saying? We think that everyone's paying attention to us at every moment, and the reality is no one gives a flying about F. About anything. About anything that you do. That's right. We're all wrapped up in our own little worlds, man. Let's go. How about me? Uh, wind gusts up to 100 miles per hour in the gorge. Dude, I don't know about around your place, but... That is fast. My... Just down in Vancouver, it looked like a war zone today out on the streets. There were branches everywhere, and people had furniture blowing out into the street, trash cans everywhere. It was uh, Thunderdome. It was rough. Uh, the perp has been arrested in Rainier. Oh, we got him? They got him. All right. The dumbass stayed there. So he, he was not really on the uh, the lamb. He was just, do we know where he was hiding out? Well, he was on the lamb, but he didn't leave Rainier. Did they have him hemmed in? They hemmed him in. Nice. Well, I mean, again, this is but this is what I'm saying. Like, if you're not prepared to go on the run, I think it's really hard to go on the run. Like, if, if it's your car, easy. They, you know, they they can spot those things. If you have a, you know, unless you have a bunch of cash, they can track where your cards are, or cards are being used. I just think it's a lot harder to to disappear than we really think it is. So, of course, this started two days ago when we were telling you about everybody was reporting in that there's a bunch of cop cars, like, flying all over the interstate. And yeah. Stuff. Everybody was headed up to Rainier to find this bro. Mm-hmm. He's a 41-year-old dude by the name of Kevin Reynolds, and he looks quite scary. Well, he's got a face tattoo. He's got an eye tattoo, which is usually uh, you're either, like, a vegan chef or you probably are a hardened criminal, one of the two. So, armed and dangerous. Uh, Wednesday night, or what is it, Thursday, Tuesday night, they called off the search at 11 they they fired it back up the next day and even uh they even uh walked down the schools that this guy is so scary and bad yeah uh well there aren't many details but they did arrest him without incident today and he was still in rainier there was some thought that he had left the area yeah which is why they they were saying like Clatsop county or something they thought maybe he would uh he had ventured into at least that's what i read today I don't know. What county is Rainier in? Do you know that? I don't. I do not know. Anyway, they got him. Large-scale manhunt. Those are kind of (laughs) cool. That's Thurston County. Is it? Yes. So he he was arrested in Clatsop County. Yeah. So that'd be... Oh, so he did. So he He, 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 he crossed county lines. He did did cross over. They aren't aren't releasing the... um, we don't know how he went down. Like, no, it just says without incident. Mm. Kind of lame. Is that a little disappointing? A little yeah, bit. You built this up into like this dangerous Rambo-like criminal, and then they found him like at a Starbucks, and he's like, ah! Well, yeah, I, yeah. I did think I saw a headline that said he was wanted on attempted murder, though. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know if we got any more details about that, but I, I, I saw one thing that said that's why they were why they needed to get him. Well, 
Do you think they even knew that he... Or do you think he knew he was wanted? Or is he just living Would, in his little... Wouldn't that be something if you were like... A, if there was this manhunt for you, and then when they show up, you're like, why is everyone here? Like, what? What's huh? this about? All huh? the trucks roll up, they pin you on the ground, you have no idea it's coming. That's, a, that's like a... Can I just say, um, that is like a fear of mine. <laughs> that you're wanted for some sort of murder that you're not aware well, of? Well, it's just the... It's the no, it's just the... Uh, wrong... Uh, case of mistaken identity you know like i just that i have an irrational fear of just being taken down for no reason and you like, sit there screaming you got the wrong guy yeah and they're like yeah sure buddy huh. you know that's like terrifying to me because there's just no recoil like if they believe yeah they're gonna take you down and you didn't do anything well that there's no recourse for that right? that's always my fear like when i travel to a foreign country um you know because some of those look like like the whole britney griner thing like that's mine. I like. I don't feel. I don't fear that here. I feel like there's some sort of due process. But whenever I'm traveling abroad, uh, that always gives me a little bit of the the heebie-jeebies that someone can just be like, "And you're going to prison for nine years. Thanks for coming." I watch those locked up abroad shows all the time, and yeah. they don't do anything for my any for my uh, no. like anxiety and stress. Yeah, they totally railroad off most of those people. Yeah. Deputies in Clark County are seeing an uptick in the number of drivers refusing to pull over for traffic stops. <laughs> How about this? This is where we're at now. We're like, this nuts is where to you. we're at now. Yes, they're well, like, I'm not pulling over for you. Well, my buddy, that's a state trooper. You know, now that you can't really chase, there are people that just, you know, they'll just floor it and go away. And then the sense is, well, wait. So I haven't heard that. If someone, you know, if somebody lights up behind me and I, I can just go faster and leave I, and they're not supposed to pursue? I don't, I don't know about in Oregon, but in the state of Washington, the Highway Patrol, unless it is a known, like, dangerous criminal, then yes, I do believe that they are not supposed to pursue them in high speed. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, Buck's uh, like, well, <laughs> well, I need to spend some more time up in Washington, I guess. You know, they do get your license plate, though, Buck, and they will find you. I think uh, that's the idea. Scratch that idea. Yes. <laughs> that's when that knock comes at the door that Rob was talking about, and then you get the pucker factor. Since March, 364 drivers have fled from traffic stops, according to the Clark County Sheriff's Office. Deputies starting tracking vehicle pursuits in March, and they started seeing this happen more often. Uh, more than half of routine traffic stops typically end in a warning or a citation, says old Sergeant Skidmore over there. Uh, but he says, when you do an action like this, it does turn into a criminal arrestable offense. So don't do that, kids. Yes. Um, well, I'm often amazed at the number of people, like... You're, You're just making this. matters worse. Exactly. People flee traffic stops for the most ridiculous things in the world. Like you have a minor little infraction or whatever. Or maybe you've got a warrant on something that is insignificant. You got a, you know, a small fine. And then you're like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and, and run and make this thing a thousand times worse. There was one I saw maybe a month ago. And I don't remember where it was at, but there was a kid and, and he was walking. And I guess they like smelled drugs on him. And the kid got all weird about it and they were asking him and one thing led to another and the kid just took off running and then he turned around and started shooting at the cops all is he had some he had some like weed on him I'm like yeah dude it's it's weed and you decided to open fire over that one you lost your you lost your life over it. there's one story uh, just recently where a teenage driver made an illegal u-turn can you believe that the humanity I wonder how many of those I make on a weekly basis. <laughs> and this was on Northeast 119. Rural Clark I'm, County. I'm Captain U-Turn. Then he spins his tires in front of a fully marked sheriff's office patrol car. 
All he did was make an illegal U-turn. Well, the guy speeds off, hits uh, or the kid, hits um, 90 miles per hour oh, in gosh. a 35. Yeah. And the cop ends up letting him go because he's, you know, he's cruising through yeah. neighborhoods yeah, and unsafe. people out and stuff. And he, they ran his car and they went to his house and arrested him, took him into custody. And now he's in a lot of trouble hey. for illegal U-turn. Illegal U-turn. What is going through the heads uh, of these people? I think people are dumb. Ah. There you go. Can't fix stupid. Good point. More info on tolls. You know, tolls are coming to Yeah, I read about these tolls. Screw the tolls. Not everybody's happy about this. No, though the tolls don't... Actually, is anybody happy about this? The tolls don't affect me right now, uh, so I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm mildly uh, relieved. They they don't affect anyone right now. Well, but they will in a couple years, and yes, it they will. still won't affect me. Oh, I you, thought you miss them. Well, yeah, it's it's up north. So you're going. Well, it's Oregon City. You're and going to I five. Either way, the 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 ones that they're talking about are in like Twalton and out in Oregon City. That's like way way south. Yeah, you just said up north. Oh, sorry, that would be down south. Are you confused? Uh, yes, I am. Not up north. Down south. Down south. Further south than I go. I thought it was up, by, uh, up uh, to cross into Vancouver on 205. That's what I thought, too. But, no, the article said that uh, the two that they're talking about implementing are on two bridges, and, and one was out in Oregon City, and the other one was out in Tualatin. Mm. Oh, which, that. which I don't go to. Coming up next, 449 on the fan. All right, wrapping yeah. up in the news, Hot 5 at 5. We'll have Rop in the Bank next hour. Um, here's the toll story. So they released more information on the tolls we may be getting here in our area. They said what? Two years away? Two three years? Yeah, it's 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 coming. It's they don't really know the exact <laughs> when, but it's inevitable. We will have tolls. And as you mentioned, right now there are two tolling projects that are taking shape. One near Oregon City on 205, as well as a separate one that includes I-5 and the parts of 205 north of Oregon City. Yeah. So those are the two spots. According to ODOT's vision of the program, drivers would carry a transponder inside of their cars, which would flag tolling sensors overhead when driving through the area. No one would be stopping at a booth. So you don't have to. That's like the old school tolls. Where sure. You have to stop and pay the guy. Um, so it's not that. But um, they are. So they were asking here in this story on KGW, they were asking, you know, what is this going to cost? And he, the guy's a little disappointed that he doesn't have more information to share, or is he? Well, it's a little steep. There are some people that are getting some pushback. They're talking about during peak hours, yep. crossing these these points to be two bucks a pop. Yeah, so they did some math. They're studying 50 cents to 60 cents for tolls for off-peak hours. But what yep. they want to do is they want to charge you more during the peak times so as to maybe get you to carpool or just not drive, uh, which I think is stupid i don't think that's gonna work well but there's some people like they're talking about two dollars per bridge so four dollars total four to five dollars if you go all the way through it but if you work out and if you live out in oregon city and you have to commute into portland that's two tolls that you're gonna have to cross to get here correct you're talking about eight bucks a day and you do that over 25 you know days during the the week when you you know you don't have a choice you you commute to work yeah i mean you're talking about in in some cases you know 200 bucks a month. Yeah, they're saying 250 bucks a month. That's per driver, and that's peak times. It's it's gonna be more like 150, 160 bucks a month. Still, it's significant. Yeah. If you're in certain areas, so it could be yeah as high as eight dollars a day if you if you're doing, 
you know, the peak travel time. Yeah, if you're an Oregon City resident, and as this guy says, it's BS because it, it punishes you basically getting off, you know, on, on 205. And I agree. Look, I, I, I just assumed that the, the toll was happening on the bridge. And whenever yeah. they build what do you the, mean, the 205 bridge? The 205 or the I 5. When that new I 5 bridge comes in eventually, you guarantee that thing's going to be told. It'll probably be like 100 bucks uh, a trip. Well, and it just, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand that, that, that money needs to be made, but God, we use it so wisely, anyways. And it just seems so awesome for us to give them more. And it all, I, I just don't believe that this is going to get anyone off the road. In, in fact, I think it's just going to. Uh, I think it's just going to make people more bitter. And then eventually, if you put one across the, the river, I think you're already going to take the big divide that we have between Washington and Oregon and people you know, not wanting to cross. And I think it's just going to make it worse. So they say that the purpose of the tolls are to pay for an additional lane on the Abernathy Bridge and the seven-mile section of 205 that narrows down to two lanes each way. I just think I don't believe that this does. All it does is punish. It just punishes people. By, by sticking up with more taxes. I, I absolutely hate this. And they would also, the tolls will also be put towards seismic upgrades on nine bridges in our area. Yeah. And and it, it, for those people saying, well, I just, you know, I'll drive through, they will, they, they have cameras. They do this up in Seattle if you go, like, what is that, the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. And there's a couple of those if you go to the other side of the, uh, the sound that if you don't uh, have one of the little readers, they send you a bill. And if you that I way, got one of those ones. it's way more expensive. Like if if you do it uh, with like the the you know the little meter in your cart or, or your car or whatever, you know it's a couple bucks. But I think they ding you for like eight bucks if they have to send you the bill. So it is. Uh, well, we had to. We were up there not long ago. We had to stop and pay. Yeah, because I don't have the little thing because we yeah. don't go the, up there enough. Yeah, they'll. So we had to go to the little area where the guy takes your card. It's better to do that than just wait for the bill to come get you. It's like five bucks. Four bucks? It's expensive. Four bucks or five bucks. I don't have that kind of money. This guy says they will find new ways to waste our money. Yes. Yes, they will. All right. Coming up next, the hot five at five. Browns, Bills, snow game you will not get. Nope. And a local sports product is getting another look. That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.